Hey, in this episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast, I'm doing something a little interesting. I'm going to play two interviews that I did with uh, two participants in the Duct Tape Marketing System. Brian Zarnett and John Arena are both business owners, and ironically, they own the same type of business. Both own martial arts studios, and they have been longtime participants in the Duct Tape Marketing System and have made uh, pretty stunning uh, progress uh, by installing the duct tape marketing system in the self-study version. And the reason I wanted to interview both of them uh, is that they are also accountability partners. Part of the duct tape marketing system allows us to partner people, partner businesses up so that uh, if you're in the same industry or maybe you're in the same community, you can have uh, that accountability factor that is so often missing. And I think it's just great to hear, and I think you will hear in these interviews, uh, the the enthusiasm and the certainly the, the the passion they have for their own businesses, but the enthusiasm that they have gained by by getting some momentum in the the area of marketing, having a a set you know ideal customer in mind, uh, really uh, honing in on a core message, and then uh, using some of the tools and and tactics inside the system to help generate and convert leads. So uh, I, I, I thought it'd be really interesting to bring you a couple success stories. So enjoy your interviews with uh, John Arena and Brian Zarnett. Hey, this is John Jance with Duct Tape Marketing, and I'm talking today with uh, John Arena. He is a client and also the owner of the martial arts arena that can be found at KarateNewJersey.com. So thanks, John, for joining me. Oh, it is my pleasure to and honor to be with you, John. Well, so tell me a little bit about your um, entrepreneurial journey. Um, how, how long have you had the arena, and uh, what, what led you to the kind of to this point? Oh yeah, sure. Um, you know, I think I start off like everybody else. Um, went to school to get a job, and I started working in uh, the business world, but it, it just never really clicked for me. I, I enjoyed what I was doing, but it just wasn't it. It wasn't my calling. It wasn't my passion. And I came to uh, martial arts, and I really originally got started to help a young my young brother who was really struggling um, in school behaviorally and, and whatnot. And I had done martial arts before that, but had gotten away from it because my it was an affordability issue for my mom. Um, but once I got back involved, uh, it, it was just connected to me. It was so clear about what I was meant to do with my life. Huh. And I then started working to eventually own a school, which I then opened in 1998. And up until I had my son, I never said I was going to work because I never felt like that's what I was doing. Yeah. Awesome. So, eighteen years or or so, going on the eighteen years at least. Um, yeah, that's a long long time. So, what have been some of the? I was, I'll start on the high note. What what have been some of the the real um, joys of owning your own business? Well, the the joys of it is the uh, the freedom that I've had. I, I've been able to go to all of when my son was younger to go all to his doctor's appointments when he you know all that everything and anything you had to do with that uh the joy of being able to um really be in control of your destiny really be able to um you really don't set your own hours i think i think that's that is a a a myth well sure you do it's any 80 hours a week you choose right exactly (laughs) and but it is, the joy has been in the actual process. At least that's where I am today. Yeah. The process of, of the work. 
and really having the opportunity to be in control of the impact that you make with others that I that I'm so lucky and privileged to do that families afford me the opportunity to do. You know, I, I often think that a lot of, particularly a lot of the Eastern practices, you know, I'd throw yoga in the mat in the, in the mix there. Um, they really do look at it as this kind of journey, and then there's stages, and there's growth, and there's, you know, it is a practice. You know, so you do it frequently to get better. And and I wonder if more business owners looked at building a business that way, that that might actually make it a little more joyful. Yeah, I, I think you have to, I, th- I think you're spot on with that. I think that's why it was such an easy match for me and the duct tape marketing system. Uh, it's funny, John, I, I know you don't know this, but I, I got introduced to your book by Michael Gerber. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he, he, he at one point recommended it. You know, he was all about systems, still is. And um, he said, you created the marketing system. Yeah. And or, or uh, a system for marketing, right? And so I, I believe he even did the forward. He yeah, did write were, the forward uh, to marketing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I, it was just a match for me. I, the way that we look at making an impact and growth and the way that you and your team really put that together, how it's step-by-step, step, especially now with the new system that you have, uh, it's, it's really – uh, it's actually enjoyable to go through it, especially stuff like the gamification of it. Yeah. <laughs> so so talk about some of the components that you have actually. Um, I mean, you you know, it's obviously it's nice to have an academic um, approach to it, but what are the things you've put into action that, that you feel like have had positive impact on your business? The biggest thing that I've taken away from it is, is really the hourglass to, mm-hmm. to have your client, your ideal client first, first identifying them and the personas have been really, because I look at each one of our families differently be, based on where they are sure. in their life experience. And that has, that has helped me to understand where they're coming from and really then to try to bring value to the people we are we have the opportunity to be in front of and take it from their perspective. So let them get to know us, let them get to like us. They'll eventually trust us because they will like us. And then we can go on that, you know, the rest of the process uh, through DTM is, you know, get them to uh, try it, buy it, repeat and refer. And I'm a real advocate for that. I mean, my whole strategy at this point is in that direction. How do I let our, our ideal clients know um, what we're about so they can like and trust us because we really, you know, we, we really want to bring value to them. And I think if you play the long game of just constantly putting that out there, that eventually uh, your investment pays off. Yeah, and I think that that, you know, you've been a great student of, of that idea of the hourglass. And I think that that, you know, I did a, <clears throat> um, a little search on uh, Google Trends and this idea of the customer journey, you know, is something that people didn't talk about that much. But the last four or five years, it's all about the customer journey because the, the customer now has all the information they need. So they, they get to choose kind of the way uh, they go on that journey. And we don't get to sort of ram them down the, the funnel the way that, uh, that I think we used to like to do. What um, has have you found to be the greatest challenge about growing your business or just owning your business in general? Oh yeah, um, I think for me is to is is really to as small business owners. I think we wear we wear so many hats. I think I'm speaking to an audience that might understand <laughs> and relate. Um, 
And I think the challenge for me is to be consistently the leader where I'm telling the story. Um, because if I don't do it, no one else will, right? right. And it's, it's important because I think if you share that story, other people really want to hear it. And there's so much noise out there. There's so much static. I think that being able to tell your story and I'm, I'm going to quote somebody you had on just recently was um, the author of strategy uh, of contagious. Oh, right. Jonah. And, Jonah. Yeah. Yeah. And having, having, thank you so much. And mm. having the a message in there. Mm-hmm. So I think that really is the important thing is to consistently for me, consistently tell that story because people want to hear the story, especially when it has a message or it has, a theme or it promotes something that will bring them value. Yeah, and I think the story that you started this show off with, uh, quite frankly, about you know how and why you got into martial arts, I, th- I think when people hear that, there's just, you know, it won't be everybody, but when the right people hear that, uh, it's just much easier for them to make a connection to, you know, you're not just doing this because you read a book and you figured out how to charge people money for it. I mean, it it's, goes much deeper than that for you. And I think people sense that and feel that and, and I, I think really relate to that. I agree, and and I think it's uh, I'm so fortunate to have crossed paths with you because I then learned from you that I'm in the business of marketing. If yeah. I don't go and tell my story, I could have the greatest program around, but no one will know about it. And I think it's it's important to all the audience out there listening that you have to tell your story. You have to be the one out there, uh, basically bringing your bringing attention to yourself in a giving way, not like, hey, this is what I have to offer, but hey, check this out. Look at this information I have for you. And that's the approach that we take, and I think that really can go a long way. Well, there's a lot of businesses that I think that, you know, particularly you deal with a lot of families, and I think that that idea of why you do what you do is is probably the starting point for them to, to, to start to want to know, okay, how would this work for me? Absolutely. So, again, John Arena, the martial arts arena, uh, com. Check it out. Um, what, uh, what's one bit of advice that you might give to, to somebody? And, again, you're, you're a member of the Duct Tape Marketing System. Um, certainly potential folks that might be checking it out will uh, be listening to this. What, uh, what's one bit of advice you might give somebody who's considering uh, our system? I think it's the investment. I think that I think you shouldn't think too much about it. If you're listening to this, I think everybody needs a coach. I have coaches, so I'm not just a guy who knows martial arts and I've learned everything I need to know. You have to go out there. You have to get coaches. The duct tape marketing system in and itself is a great starting point. Getting involved. You guys appointed an accountability partner. That was an amazing thing. And then you also have the coaches in there um, that give great advice. I think making the investment, realizing you might be really good at what you do, but you may not be really good at the system of marketing and you're in the business of marketing. You are a market. That's your business. Yeah. Uh, you have to make that investment and you have to have a long game, not what am I, who am I going to get today, but more or less, let me put that information out there. Let me share that information to the community I serve. Eventually it will come back to me. 
Well, and, and I'll throw in one last um, bit of advice, too. You haven't benefited just because you spent the money. Um, you've benefited because you spent the money, you've done the work, you've put things into action, and that's obviously all of those ingredients have to go together. Uh, yeah, action, definitely, for sure. All right. <laughs> Thanks, John, so much. And uh, next time I'm in New Jersey, maybe I'll swing by the arena. Thank you so much, John. This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Alignable, the network exclusively for business owners to network with each other. Connect and meet with business owners nearby in your community. Generate referrals, do co-promotions, and create awareness for your business. Engage in discussions, get answers to questions, and share your insights. And best of all, you can sign up today at Alignable.com because it is free. Hey, this is John Jans with Duct Tape Marketing, and it is my pleasure to speak with a small business owner. Brian Zarnett is the owner of what actually, Brian, you you call it, I see it's martial arts and withby, but you actually have a, a more complete name than that, don't you? Yeah, it's called Durham Modern Martial Durham, Arts. Durham Modern Martial Arts, and uh, withby being in the province of Ontario, and um, we're just about 30 minutes outside of Toronto. Awesome. And you are also, uh, in addition to owning your own business, you are also a member of the Duct Tape Marketing System. So I wanted to kind of talk to you a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey, and then let's uh, talk a little bit about marketing. So so, so let's just start with a little background from you. Uh, how did you come to start this business? How has it gone? What have you struggled with? <laughs> what, what do you, how do you, you know, what do you call success? So all those questions. So let's just start with a little background. Um, well, I started taking martial arts when I was, I was a kid. I was nine years old. And uh, I always wanted, like the idea of opening a martial arts school, running a martial arts school, and doing one that was sort of done the way I had grown up um, as far as the values and uh, the expectations, the responsibilities of the students. Yeah. So um, what happened a few years ago, I've been teaching, I've been teaching here and there for about 15, 20 years, uh, both locally and around the world, and doing a lot of traveling. And my wife, uh, she sort of said, hey, you know what, your, your consulting practice is going well. You know, I, she motivated me literally to open up a school. Mm. Um, and we started off in the community center because I just wasn't sure how it was going to go. Um, but we, we started off running it like uh, a full-time business. So that was always our goal. Regardless of where we started, we wanted to make it look professional. We wanted to run it in a professional manner. And uh, for the martial arts industry, there's a lot of great business resources out there. Yeah. Um, tell you what you should do, it, how you should run a business, the things to need to consider. So we followed a lot of that. Initially, we were running out of a community center. And um, as we grew, um, I I was finding that, you know, what a lot of people suggested you did didn't fit with me. It wasn't part of my philosophy. It wasn't part of my approach. And I've already been successful as a computer consultant and for security and stuff. And, um, you know, things didn't, uh, some of the practices didn't fit with me. So, so for example, give me what, what practices did you... That, that were commonplace, did you find that, that you kind of had to rewrite? Uh, one of the basics ones was the idea of overcoming objections, where someone came with you 
yeah. that was not a qualified person. That that was a big thing for me. The qual the qualified lead, the qualified student, the qualified member. So they would say, uh, you know, I didn't have the money, or I'm not sure about the schedule. And the industry would try and force direct you towards having them come in for an introduction lesson. And then once they're in an introduction lesson, sort of force them into signing paperwork to last for a six-month or a one-year contract. Yeah. And, and that really, that philosophy of a hard sell didn't work with me. Um, overcoming objections, there is, you know, sometimes they're objections, they're good objections and you can respond to them and you can provide a clear answer that helps them make a decision. But I never liked the idea of forcing someone onto something. Yeah. Uh, another thing that just completely went against my, my character and experience was, you know, if you have this school and it's, you know, you're not running classes, you know, every hour of the day, you know, you're missing opportunities. And while there is sort of a grain of truth in that, you know, the martial arts, we have a core business is Monday to Thursday for students that are going to be committed, right? And, and that's what I'm always looking for. I don't want just anyone. I want a committed student. So I know Monday to Thursday are core days. I know in the evening starting at 5.30 to 8.30 for children and teens, that's the core hours. So filling the day just because didn't make sense. And that was one of the things. So people started doing multiple different martial arts rather than focusing on something specific. So we do one martial art and we have a lot of sort of additional, I'll call them programs, but ways to uh, help retain students to help build their ideas of what they want to do in the martial arts success in general. But it all comes down to our common martial art, our common philosophy, our common focus. So we didn't go off the thing where we are all over the place scattered. Yeah, and there's a couple of lessons in there. Obviously, there are people that, like you said, they fill a practice or a business by giving all kinds of choices to anybody who they think that they can get the money from. Um, and I think that you made a conscious choice. And, and in the long run, this is hard sometimes in the beginning, but in the long run, uh, that is a really valuable lesson because you're attracting the ideal student, the ideal customer. You are uh, keeping some semblance of life <laughs> and, and lifestyle for yourself. Um, and I think that you are um, you are able, I think, uh, to, to develop a not only a practice, but a, a set of classes that you know are going to be maybe the best uh, that somebody could actually acquire. And, and that's our goal, 100%. I agree. Uh, I, I, some of the ideas, and, and you know, this is sort of where duct tape marketing really came into me was, I have friends that have very large schools and they're successful following those practices, but they, they weren't, they weren't going to make me happy and when we started this school, uh, I wrote down four key sort of goals over overarching that no matter what happened. And one of them was we're, we're a business, but we are a school of martial arts. And we won't give out belts just because you've been here for a few months. You have to earn the belts. Mm -hmm. But I wrote, uh, and those were great business ideas and stuff, but I wrote one personal one. That if I ever stressed or didn't like what we were doing, I would just close the school. So I always went back onto that one value that, you know, there's good stress and bad stress. I, the, I don't have bad stress, but I love what I do. I love the school. I love the uh, direction we're going. And the, the people we have come in the school, the, the students, the kids, the parents, 
also like that energy and how we present. So it's worked out. So what has, um, because you've been, uh, you've been a follower or of, of some of what we've been teaching for a long time, but specifically being a member of the duct tape marketing system, what do you feel that's meant for the growth of your business? Um, I actually have to say that the growth of my business, the philosophy behind marketing and the customer journey, um, no doubt, in all honesty, has been 100% the success of my business. Teaching great classes was part – so we, we've – the try by – our idea of try is we're going to teach a great class. If we can teach a great class and you leave smiling and sweating and the parents are smiling and enjoying it and everyone's having fun – but seeing the discipline, yeah. we, we got we got no worry about the sell. You're just going to come and ask Lara, who's our my wife and the program manager. She, she's gonna, you're just people just say, "Where do I do next?" And she says, "Here's a one pager, and it's done deal." So that part I was able to handle. I had good resources on teaching and how to express things and presentation. But for as far as getting those people in, the qualified prospects, making sure they were qualified, everything from you know, the strategies, what, you know, the fact that marketing is a strategy and then we have a series of tactics to implement that strategy, that fundamental philosophy, um, the different stages of the client journey, the talking logo, all those elements, I got to say, I can't pick one um, that led to direct sex. It was the fact that duct tape marketing as a whole, I believed in, I understood philosophically, it was perfect for me, right? And, um, I mean, I started off with the uh, internet-driven marketing website. I started off with that in the books. And then, I, you know, I read Commitment Engine and, and stuff. And then, you know, I've, I had this sort of uh, degree of success. And now with the 2.0 system, we're actually at the point where we want to go for that next level. So we're redoing everything from scratch, going through the tasks and stuff, and just rebuilding it. But also saying, hey, we did this and this and this right. So what would you say is, uh, and, and you know, hopefully this is ch- has evolved and changed, what would you say you're most excited about with regard to your business uh, in the coming year? Um, branding, just getting, people are starting to reckon, recognize us as a very strong and reputable martial arts school in the area. Um, overall, the thing I'm really focusing on right now in building is the touch points. Yeah. Um, I, I got to say, if I had to pick something that I was sort of unhappy with, I would give myself a four or five, would have been the touch points. And, and that's something I've been focusing on, uh, the welcome kit, all those elements. It, it's the key for me, um, as well as consistency. And I guess that was the second hard part. But, I mean, the I know that if... Uh, with the strategy and the plans and the touch points and all the elements, if I'm consistent in my approach, if I understand where my audience is and what they're coming from, how they find us, um, and we found a lot about that, that's going to be critical. But I'm really excited the fact that we're going to be hitting our next financial and student goal in the school. We're, uh, we go between 80 to 100 students, and I know by Christmas we're going to be at 120 to 140. Oh, and a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, going back and creating this plan through the tasks and the, the worksheets and stuff about here's how I'm going, here's the people I'm communicating with. We're getting more into blogging and our mm-hmm. people are starting to amplify our, our blog posts. 
and we had a, uh, a, wo- a woman's self-defense workshop the other day, and I put it together using stuff I had, I'd read from the books and all that stuff, and we had um, seven, spent $40. We had 30 people show up, women. We've got a waiting list for our second one, or it's almost full, in uh, September. We had 35 shares. Uh, I mean, you know, 53 shares, 35 people interested. And, I, I, and you know what? Our name's out now. Yeah. People know about us. And <laughs> it's ideas like that that I would have never thought of. But I got from uh, the, the DTM stuff. Yeah. So uh, here's the money question, of course. If, so if somebody's listening to this and they think, eh, maybe I ought to check that out, what would you tell them? T- t- check out duct tape marketing? Yeah, or? yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I'm the type of guy that I don't want someone to tell me what to do, per mm-hmm. se. I want to know how to do it. I want to be able to drive with it. I want to sort of be empowered and change my business. Uh, that that is perfect. It, it's it basically you got to take the time. You got to sit down with it, but it, it's it's empowering. There's that's the best word I can say. It, it will really change not only your marketing but your approach to sales. That whole lead conversion to uh, lead generation to lead conversion and then the retention and referrals. The whole process is going to change how you. Uh, you do your business, and it's going to improve everything solidly. Oh, thanks, Brian. I appreciate that. So I'm talking to Brian Zarnett. He is the founder owner of Durham Modern Martial Arts. You can find him at dmma.ca. So thanks so much for sharing, Brian. My pleasure.